Hi, everyone. You are listening to the Knitters International Podcast. This is episode 11, which is part two of our three-part series about the Viking's Daughter Scarf and the story behind this piece. So let's pick up where we left off and find out the reason mom had to talk me into creating a costume. To go back a little bit before we talk (laughs) about the actual piece that we made, I kind of had to talk you into this because... Yes, (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Well, there's a reason for that. We don't really celebrate Halloween and everybody (laughs) thinks it's because we're Christians and that we're being overly religious and, you know, whatever they think. But what they don't know, very few people know this story. It's really funny, but it's really sad too, all the same. When you were, see, I was pregnant with your sister, Mm -hmm. so you were not even two years old yet. Right. And the neighbor came by. Mm-hmm. And she knocked on the door, and we were just standing there talking, and you were running around the living room playing, mm-hmm. and we were kind of trying to coordinate plans. And she says, well, what are you guys doing for Halloween? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, because I was pregnant and tired, and I had mm-hmm. a little toddler who was a perfect angel, by the way. You were never any, <laughs> oh, any issue whatsoever. <laughs> you were sweet. But she, um, so the neighbor says to me, so what are you doing? And she had a little boy uh-huh. kind of in between you and your sister yeah. and just the sweetest little guy. I said, well, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I said, well, you know, we're probably just going to give candy away. And I heard <laughs> this howl uh, down below me and you threw your arms around my leg and you said, no, mommy. <laughs> Oh, I went, oh, no, you know, I was heartbroken because I didn't realize what I was saying would traumatize you. Yeah. Right. And so you hated Halloween from that time. And I mean, we could. I did. I was never into it. Not even as I got older. Well, I had to pick you up (laughs) and hold you and say, oh, no, no, we mean chocolate. (laughs) chocolate because in our family since your name is candy Uh we have never talked about anything as being candy it's like chocolate or it's a butterscotch or it's a coffee or (laughs) you know we had all these different names or it's a lifesaver yeah you don't just use candy anymore as the name for a sweet treat (laughs) exactly so i said oh no maybe it's chocolate chocolate we're gonna put chocolate in a bowl and we will give it to the kids as they come by you know right there was no consoling you whatsoever (laughs) and we had dad and I had taken you to the store and Mm -hmm. even tried to get you to wear a little teddy bear costume you had a little bear collection I did I loved my teddy bears but that was was not happening no I mean you (laughs) cried and cried and cried in the store when dad got it was a cute costume I know and the little bear face was really Mm -hmm. really it was cuddly. It was, there was nothing scary about it, but you howled, you cried. And so, you know, we could never, ever mm-hmm. uh, celebrate Halloween. We would put candy out for the kids. We have nothing yeah, against of all the fun of costumes mm-hmm. and chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> and so we, um, but where we live now, nobody would even think to come out here. It would be crazy. Oh, you know, yeah. To come here. So nobody. <laughs> I remember <laughs> the first couple of years after we moved here. Yeah. We, I mean, we didn't know. And so I yeah. remember buying, you know, getting the Halloween candy to give right. away, the, you know. The <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> right. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and no one ever came. Yeah. So we had all these bags <laughs> of like, chocolate. 
chocolates well, okay. that we, yeah, so we just didn't do it anymore, and really nobody cared. There has yeah. never been even one trick-or-treater out here, so nope. it was no big deal, but this is why we don't make a big deal mm-hmm. about that holiday, because we really just have never celebrated it. Right. Um, but th- so this year I was like, you know, wouldn't it be kind of fun now that we're done with mm-hmm. all of these um, really needful uh, projects? Yes. Why don't we just, um, you know, I still want to knit. What could we do? Mm-hmm. So that's where I started researching these costumes. Mm-hmm. And I started really looking at um are these stoles? Are they scarves? Um, what did they really wear? Of course, mm-hmm. there was a lot of fur. Yes. There was a lot of bone. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of material like what we would have today, obviously. Right, of course. Um, with the Vikings, there was pewter mm-hmm. and metals and things like that. But I felt that the pewter was going to be too heavy for this piece. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, so I had some yarn that Dad had bought us mm-hmm. from um, the Shetland Islands. Uh-huh. And it is a uh, sheep's wool, Shetland sheep wool, mm-hmm. and silk nib. And it is really very rough. It's very mm-hmm. rustic. And it was a perfect color for fall. Oh, definitely. I have yeah. put it in a lot of your uh, Celtic-style hats mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, since this is a knitting podcast, after all, <laughs> we can talk about what <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, of course. <laughs> right? So this is really the history in the family, the funny mm-hmm. things that went on. But um, the ancient history of the family is uh, Celtic and Nordic. And yes, it is. Yay. I mm-hmm. had some. <laughs> I had some Danish and Swedish in there. And um, also, to that point, mm-hmm. uh, there was a um, brochure. Yes. I had a brochure from Grandma and my trip uh-huh. about the Viking ruins in Ireland. It's real. I couldn't argue it ever. <laughs> it is real. You know, I knew what he was saying was true, but it was all fibs, all the, sto- the stories he was telling. You know, it was right. not a bit of truth to what he was saying. But it is true that there were Viking ruins and Vikings uh-huh. in Ireland. That's true. And, Yes, they did defend their island because there are Viking ruins. Right. That's right. <laughs> and so there's no, no, nothing racial, no dissing and no slurs meant. This is all family fun, but also became very serious for mm-hmm. our family, improving our identity and who we were. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, so then I had, um, so I, w- I looked at, these pictures and there were a lot of stoles and a lot of furs and not something mm-hmm. that we were going to do. Right. But I thought, you know, I have this Scottish yarn. It's mm-hmm. really well, Shetland Isles yarn. Yep. And then um, I really wanted something a little warmer and I wanted something to look like it was a fur or a stole. Mm-hmm. And so we used a really beautiful alpaca and it is Surrey yes. alpaca. And there is a difference. There is. There is nothing like this yarn in mm-hmm. the world like this. You know, we talked about last time how the cashmere um, or the merino that I mm-hmm. used in that uh, winter tides cowl Correct. was even softer than the cashmere. Mm-hmm. This rivals it. This surreal. Oh, alpaca. definitely. I yeah. could. You know. Mm-hmm. This is really funny. I get emotional about yarn, and I had tears in my eyes when I held this for the first time. <laughs> I could not believe how mm-hmm. awesome and how cozy doesn't begin to s- describe it. There was just something so wonderful about holding this yarn from this animal. You know, it's it's amazing how, you know, we you know, for so long people have used these animals right. to create clothing 
to be warm. Mm -hmm. And it's just incredible, really. And this yarn is so soft and I agree cozy does not begin to describe it. No, it's in fact just, it's kind of the color of the camel that we used from Mongolia. But yeah. it is softer than that. Absolutely. It's not only soft. There was something about the smell of it mm -hmm. and and the feel of this didn't feel like all the alpaca I had used before. Right. And it was from South America. We mm -hmm. believe this one might be from Peru. Mm-hmm. And um, we could delve into some of that, what it's like at the markets and the grading of all of sure, that yeah. with the vicuña, the alpaca, mm -hmm. the llamas, and does llama make it into right. um, some of the yarn and all of that. But that's for another podcast. But this lived up to its name. Oh, it did. It was absolutely, it still is absolutely stunning <laughs> in, in our opinion. And the reason I used it, I thought, well, can I really use this and make this piece authentic for mm -hmm. you? Um, I wanted it to be authentic right. uh, Viking. And we found out, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. We found out that there were Vikings in South America. Yes, there and were. And I'm probably not going to say this right, but he was mm -hmm. a Danish king mm -hmm. with a white or blonde beard. Mm -hmm. And they did a lot of um, archaeological uh, finds uh -huh. that talked about Nordic dogs on the ships, and this is where it all wow. started. But there is evidence um, at a place called Bald Mountain in Paraguay mm -hmm. that there was a Viking king. He had a blonde beard, and he was wow. Danish, and his name was Epir. Oh, wow. I think is how you say it. <laughs> all of you uh, people from Denmark can absolutely <laughs> correct me. But I thought, okay, mm -hmm. I can use this because... It's somewhat authentic. There were Vikings <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in South America. Right. right. And so um, we used the um, Surrey alpaca mm -hmm. that I adore, you too. Mm -hmm. We used the um, Shetland sheep wool. Uh-huh. And really That's funny. Just lovely. This is really funny, but there was not one bit of Norwegian or Swedish yarn that went into this. I wish there ha I had had some. <sighs> no. But I didn't. And so we'll, you know, we'll make more. Mm -hmm. I still have plenty of this left. And I told you guys on Instagram that we would make, <laughs> we would make more. <laughs> and so we made this as a costume. We worked on it all through October mm -hmm. for those that wanted to look at something like this mm -hmm. and make it for Halloween. But we didn't put a pattern out. No. And then um, it's really... If you want to wear this, you know, we did a bunch of pictures with dad, the yes. Viking, <laughs> in his uh, Icelandic wool sweater, mm -hmm. and then from 30 years ago. And then we, um, and we put all that online just for fun. Um, and we took some pictures, mm -hmm. you know. At, at, it well, was super fun. Yeah, it was great. Um, but it didn't have any of the Norwegian yarn that, you know, I had used in the past. Right. But it still is as authentic as I could get with the <laughs> materials that I had. Yes. And so that's one thing that's really important to us mm -hmm. too. And so what we did was I knit the base of the shawl portion mm -hmm. in the Shetland um, sheep's wool and yes. silk. Mm -hmm. And then um, I made a sort of a scarf portion uh -huh. at the top of that goes around your neck and your shoulders mm -hmm. because this can be worn over your shoulders or it can just be worn up over your, around your neck. Mm -hmm. um, we, we put the Surrey alpaca there. Then we trimmed it out with more of the Shetland sheep wool and silk. Uh -huh. And then 
we did a really cool thing because we didn't have bones. Right. We didn't have, <laughs> we didn't have bone pieces. And pewter, we felt, was just going to be really too heavy. Mm-hmm. And these were really beautiful fall colors. Um, kind of a burnt orange tan mm-hmm. some of it's a little bit darker sometimes and then the surreal alpaca was very camel yes very camel color yeah. mm-hmm. and then um and that was a really cool read about really? the histor- yeah, historical was. part of um in paraguay about the vikings mm-hmm. it was really cool um so anyway um one thing that you did i wanted some leather mm-hmm. because i didn't have any we didn't have any of those other items. Other on items, hand. yeah. And do, being that this was just going to be a costume, or mm-hmm. it could be worn at Yule Fest in December, and yes. where they do the Yule log and mm-hmm. bring the Saint Lucia bride uh-huh. and or Lucia, <laughs> right? However you decide to say it, um, and that's very popular in Scandinavian culture. Mm-hmm. And so the Vikings go and get her, literally, this is the coolest thing. They mm-hmm. go and get her off the water. They bring her in either a canoe or uh-huh. like a rowboat. Yep. And we actually they went do. to the steps. <laughs> they, yeah, they do. And then, and it's a very somber ceremony. They mm-hmm. go get her and her candles are all lit. And mm-hmm. the Vikings, all the big guys with the big beards, <laughs> you know, they bring her to mm-hmm. where we're um, all celebrating with the burning of the Yule log. Mm-hmm. And it really celebrates um, the end of the longest night mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that light is coming back to the area. Yes. And, um, you know, celebrates the, the Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. And there's so many rituals and things that people do. But for us, it's not anything that um, uh, we are not involved in. You right, know, doing yeah. something for pagan reasons, but if some people are, we actually, this was really interesting. And mm-hmm. um, people actually think that we're so religious or something. But, you know, I just have <laughs> to say Jesus loved all people. And we had a mm-hmm. pagan's daughter in our home, mm-hmm. and they went to Yule Fest with us. They did. And she um, had a beautiful little baby. Mm-hmm. And the whole family, it didn't, it doesn't matter to us what people profess to be or not, but her dad was a pagan and she wanted to see the whole uh, ritual from her dad's eyes and from her, um, you know, the mm-hmm. experience that she had had with her dad. And so we don't have, we're not going to be anybody else's judge or conscience. A- absolutely. We yeah. let people be who they mm-hmm. are. And it was meaningful to her. She wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So we came, she came, she was a vegan. Mm-hmm. And so we left all the meat out of our spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. Um, Yeah. And just to show respect to her. And we got to hold her beautiful little baby. Mm -hmm. And some of her family members were there. And they all came and had a big spaghetti dinner. It has nothing to do with being, you know, Nordic or anything. <laughs> no, but, I don't you think know. anybody in our family is Italian, but that's what we were having for dinner that right. night. And then we went to Yule Fest, mm-hmm. and so there was no meat. And mm-hmm. she wanted to see what that was like. And um, so, you know, we just, uh, your dad made it happen. And you know, and like you said, we don't judge nobody and just, you we know. We don't judge anybody. You no. know, we're just being, you know, respectful of her and allowing them to come along well, just to experience everything. We were just being friends. Yeah. We love people. That's all. <laughs> and, um, and we don't condemn anyone. Mm-hmm. And we allow people to be who they are and right. have their beliefs. But what happened is 
um, we had a great time. And then we all we came did. home for cookies and, you know, Christmas cookies and mm-hmm. celebrating Christmas. And she had a wonderful time. Yes. And she had the most beautiful little baby daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but these, uh, what we did here with the, um, we actually crocheted it. It looks like a braid. She mm-hmm. was wearing her hair like that. Yes, she was. That night. Yeah. And um, so they were wonderful people. We... Um, just loved them as they are Mm -hmm. and dad made this all happen for them and we had a great time yes and so um we are not encouraging or discouraging and we you know right we're just not going to tell people what to do absolutely but we do have our own beliefs and we really appreciate um we appreciate that we are allowed to have our own beliefs Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. and so what happened um what happened with this though is I didn't have anything to really kind of, you know, any decor for the costume to make right. it more authentic, except mm-hmm. you had this uh, these leather strands yes. in your jewelry making mm-hmm. plethora. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, hey, you know, can we make some rings? And you said, I think I can do that. So you got out your jewelry making yep. stuff, you cut up the leather. Yep. And these little rings that you see in the pictures, they actually don't even fit over my little finger um right or yours either we have i have smaller hands and yes i i think they're they're less than the size of a u.s quarter yes um but bigger than a a dime are they like but like a dime i think they're smaller than a dime okay yeah Yeah. so they're um just very small so what did you do there you took these strips of leather the leather was the most perfect color it matched <laughs> it did. yeah it matched the, it the couldn't have been shetland, better um the shetland sheep's mm-hmm. wool and silk it was it couldn't have been any better yeah and so you took these and you cut them in a certain length right I, yeah i did the first one and i was like well is this the right you know i showed it to you is this right. the right um the right size so yeah this was a collaboration we did this together yeah it wasn't it just absolutely it turned out so fun. I know. Yeah. But anyway, so you did that. You cut the strips. In the and right then <laughs> my first try, it was the right the right circle, yeah. the right size. And so yeah, I... you just doubled these strips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just cut them. Uh, I cut a whole bunch of pieces. We needed um, 15 or 16 for the whole piece. Um, we actually ended up needing three more. That was funny mm-hmm. at the end. <laughs> but go ahead with what you did. And so I just cut them into the right size. I cut a whole bunch of pieces and then I sat down and just wrapped them around um, just barely the tip of my little finger and mm-hmm. then I used a, a crimp, mm-hmm. a jewelry crimp at the back so that mm-hmm. it crimped the two ends together. Exactly. And then um, made a whole bunch of those. Right. I don't remember how many we started with. I think it was 14. Mm-hmm. And then I probably needed four or five more. I don't remember. Right. We could sit here and count them because I'm holding this piece <laughs> in my lap. And it's really making me overwarm at the moment. But um, so what we did was we, she made all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, placed them at two and a half inch intervals all mm-hmm. the way around the collar and all the way down the front. Yes. And that made it possible to just have something um, pretty, mm-hmm. um, something uh, really, really, um, it, I don't know how to explain it, but it just kind of, it was that special touch that made this piece just a little more, yes. not fancy, mm-hmm. but had a little more detail to it is the only <laughs> way I know how to describe it. it. Totally. More detail. It just, uh, it was just a little accessory, you know, or accent right. it was to an the accent piece. To mm-hmm. it. And so when we took pictures at the night mm-hmm. of, um, the night we went down 
to downtown, um, we didn't have anything running through the rings. You, right. Because you don't have to wear it that way. Mm-hmm. The first thing you can do is you can wear it as a shawl and pull the um, the Shetland sheep's wool portion down over mm-hmm. your shoulders, and it goes to a point in the back. Yes. And you can just wear the front um kind of down as a you would a shawl uh-huh you could also kind of tie this as a scarf mm-hmm. and if you pull it m- more up around your neck what happens is it's hard to describe this but this particular yarn um the shetland sheep wool is a little bit kind of sticks to to itself it does when yeah you fold it mm-hmm. and so when you pull it up further just around your neck mm-hmm. um it kind of pulls it up and it uh the point wants to roll up underneath. Right. And then it creates this rounded effect in the back, which is really, really mm-hmm. pretty. And it doesn't, the the point doesn't fall down out of it. Right. So that might sound a little funny, but it actually looked really cool. <laughs> and you'd have to, we'd have to show that. And we haven't shown mm-hmm. that yet. And then what we did was we took both of the um, yarns together, mm-hmm. two strands of the, Surrey alpaca and one strand of Shetland Mm -hmm. wool. And I just crocheted that instead of braiding. The braiding of doing uh, doing a braid wasn't giving the effect that I wanted. Right. I wanted a braid and I wanted it to look like that, but it Mm -hmm. just wasn't coming out. So I undid that and I crocheted a really long chain in the biggest crochet hook that I had. Yes. And it just made this really chunky braid-like look. Mm Uh, to this um, long strand that we were able to thread through those leather pieces yes. and cross over in the front. And it was the perfect <laughs> outcome. It was the coolest effect, yeah, really. And the the neat thing is, is being able to wear this to like three different, at least three different ways. Yeah, you can wear it three different ways. I suppose we could come up with more if we really <laughs> Probably. wanted to play with it. You know, there are ladies who do scarves mm-hmm. like so perfect and you can come up with hundreds of ways to oh, wear a scarf. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this one we just wanted to reach back into our family history mm-hmm. and our our you know very ancient roots yes and we just wanted to do something that was fun and easy and more of a costume and i, I got to tell you all this was all knitting it's all garter stitch it is i didn't have to do one pearl <laughs> <laughs> and that was really great after that cowl yeah. that you pearled yeah. a lot it was <laughs> Yeah, we say pearled myself silly. <laughs> and so um, at, the other thing is at the end, you took some wooden beads. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny how the camera caused those to turn out a little bit green looking, but they're not green at all. No, they're um, they're brown and they match yeah. um, the rest of the piece. Right. And so they're just really beautiful um, mm-hmm. wooden beads. And we attached those and the leather to create tassels like mm-hmm. really... Um, uh, rustic looking tassels, right. nothing fancy like you'd find on a curtain. Correct. But that's this piece, and that's the story behind it. And you did wear it. What this is what happened. I'd still been working <laughs> on it, and I didn't realize that mm-hmm. I'm two days to Halloween. Mm-hmm. And you know, we really weren't going to be out celebrating anything that night. Um, but I started two days before Halloween. In mm-hmm. fact, it was the day before. I started getting direct messages <laughs> <laughs> with pictures of what I had shown, not finished. Mm-hmm. People asking me 
to finish it. What it where's well, is the it done? Yeah, is it done? <laughs> and we want to see it. Yeah. And so I thought that was the cutest thing ever. It's so sweet, it really. It really was. I was like, oh my goodness, tomorrow is Halloween. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll have to finish this. I was almost done. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had a flu shot the night we did pictures. <laughs> I did. So I was like, I have. Um, how many hours did I have to finish? Three? Uh, we had like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I needed, I, I didn't even need three hours, but mm-hmm. it ended up that in order to get to your flu shot on time <laughs> and meet your dad, the Viking at the waterfront, <laughs> we had to hurry and get it done. Yeah, I had to hurry and get it done. And I was laughing with a friend online telling her, <laughs> I have got three or four hours. I've got to be done by 430. And I was done with an hour to spare. So. Perfect. <laughs> and so... Anyway, that's the piece. And we did some photos without Mm -hmm. the um, long chain braid looking Mm -hmm. uh, piece at the front. Um, You can wear it with or without. Like we said, you can thread that all through and Mm -hmm. uh, cross it back and forth as if it's like a shoelace kind of like. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. And you'll see all the pictures on Instagram Mm -hmm. of she wore it both ways. Yes. And so I don't know how you'll wear it at Christmas, but... She's more willing to celebrate Christmas and <laughs> do the Yule log yes. and go to Yule Fest. So she'll wear this then. But that's that's it. That's the history. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. And the most precious thing to me is we had a way to overcome wrong mm-hmm. and evil. And we hold nothing against the people who did this. We won't name no, them. No. We have not talked about it except between, you know, the four of us in our family. Right, of course. And um, we don't know, we still don't know, and we don't want to know. We don't mm-hmm. care what the reasons are. We forgive people, and we'd love for them to come out of that way of thinking and just to treat people right. Yeah, absolutely. But the proof is there, and um, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. to know. I mean, I knew it anyway. I'm so thankful to know who my mom and dad were. Yes. That I did belong to them, that mm-hmm. I was very, very loved, and... My mom took really, really good care of me mm-hmm. and my brother, and I'm so thankful for her. I'm so thankful for all the love that was poured into my life that I even uh, had seven definitely. years with her. Yeah. And so what I'm really, really thankful for now is you. <laughs> all of your work to put these podcasts together, to record <laughs> family history, not only... Um, mm-hmm. on your computer, not only digitally, yes, but you uh, print things out as well. But you're recording mm-hmm. these podcasts for the future. You'll always have your mom and dad's voice. Yes. And, you know, through our knitting, mm-hmm. we have poured, poured, poured the past history and family things that are meaningful to you into our knitting this year. So I was telling another friend, and I want to mention these two dear ladies. We <laughs> love them so yes. much. And I don't want to say her name wrong, but I think her name is Antia. <laughs> yes. And, um, and also Christine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you yes. for following along. You are precious to us. We love mm-hmm. having you as friends. And it's just so meaningful to us. We aren't um, able to respond um, via text or message mm-hmm. on Spotify. Right. But we can say we love you. Thank <laughs> you. These two dear ladies follow from two different countries. Mm-hmm. They have beautiful accounts. They do. And we love their work. Mm-hmm. And um, 
just appreciate you both so, so much for following along. Yes. The friends we have made along this journey have been just incredibly sweet and a powerful, powerful effect mm-hmm. in our lives. We're so grateful for the friendships that you we know, have made. That is so true. And I, that, you know, that is just, that was the goal. You know, well, I was just going to say that I was just yeah. going to ask you to talk about mm-hmm. why did you start Knitters International? Because um, our our motto is to be friends mm-hmm. and be creative. And um, I could talk about all the things that are like let's focus people on and uh, you know turn them away from um, all the things that they may be angry about or they mm-hmm. don't have. A skill, or they don't know what to do with their time. Right. And let's focus on the knitting circle, mm-hmm. and let's be friends. Whether you're a weaver or a um, crochet mm-hmm. artist, even if you want to do this in your own home, we're not telling you what to do. <laughs> but it was just so important to you mm-hmm. to start something that, um, kind of politically, things had gotten ridiculous. Pretty much. And had been so offensive Mm -hmm. all over the world. And our country and our people were being viewed as all for this, and we are not. Right. But we are also not going to be political here. And and it really doesn't take shape and focus Mm -hmm. between you and me. No. Um, But... You know, so I could talk about all of that and say we just really wanted to focus people on let's create, let's gather Mm -hmm. again, let's stop being afraid of each other and let's welcome everyone into your circle and and love people and be kind and let's not judge them. Let's, um, but tell me in your own words, you know, I could say all that because I knew where it came from Mm -hmm. and, and me repeating it just sounds so, um, it, it sounds too, I think, rule-like. Oh. <laughs> you know, but I, it doesn't, it really came from your heart. Mm-hmm. It came from your heart. And um, so I'd love to hear that. You know, I think that after um, the, not only the political um, scenarios that were going on around the world, but also... Um, and here in America. Yeah. That was the biggest thing to you, how people were getting treated. Mm-hmm. How various um, nationalities were getting treated. See, when I talk about it, it sounds so, it does sound political, and I I don't mean it to be, but from her heart, it's precious. You know, I think I just, um, you know, I wanted to, in a sense, after the political scenarios, after the pandemic, and after um, all of the hurt and all of the damage that was caused by these by whether it was political or um, it was the pandemic and it, you know, tearing families apart. um, I wanted to create a safe space for Mm -hmm. um, people to gather around a craft and a skill. Yes. And to really showcase that and to really be, um, to really be friends and right. basically like a virtual a virtual knitting circle right. really and well and in in the area that we live in there are many many cultural centers and uh-huh. there are art centers and there are people who gather to paint to sew to knit to mm-hmm. spin to weave and yes. there are so many you know there's woodworking and mm-hmm. there's all kinds of artistic talent 
um, singing and playing music. Yes. Um, there are all kinds of clubs and events mm-hmm. um, and fest- festivals mm-hmm. that go on here in America, and it's heavily concentrated here, right here, here yeah. in our area. And so I know you felt like if we could encourage people to stop the dividing lines and stop mm-hmm. the hate and bring everyone in instead of... Uh, it, it, it just became overwhelming. And you you said, I have to do something. Mm-hmm. And here, quiet you, <laughs> you know, love speaks volumes mm-hmm. and um, creating a safe space for everyone that says, I mean, we have not rejected anyone. No. Um, and I think that, um, you know, we're not, like you said, we, we haven't rejected anyone. And no. I think regardless of um, who you are, where you're where you're from, your background, the things that um, have hurt you or the happy things. You know, I Mm -hmm. think that if we can all come together around a skill and appreciate everyone's work. And where that skill came from, what's Mm -hmm. the story behind it? Is there a family history? Is there hurt behind it? Mm -hmm. What, you know, a lot of people started knitting out of you know, they needed something to do in the pandemic, but also yeah. there are so many people who started knitting um, as recovery from mental health issues. Mm-hmm. They started knitting because it was helping them recover from cancer mm-hmm. or knitting, a physical therapy. Yeah, knitting or crocheting mm-hmm. or using the fiber arts is so um, therapeutic. Absolutely. And so healing. To, and a lot of men, I have noticed, started knitting mm-hmm. and got involved in the fiber arts because it was so therapeutic to their mental health. They had maybe had something go wrong at work or mm-hmm. in their lives. And we've. But read, they could come home and work on that piece right. and, you know, soothe their mind and, right. you know, take their mind off of what was bothering them the most. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it really does help. It helps mm-hmm. to have something to focus in on that you're creating. There's nothing like the feeling of that finished piece when you look at it and you realize it's whole and you (laughs) did that. Yeah. And you too can be whole Mm -hmm. and you can be well and you can feel good about yourself again. And you can feel good about your friendships. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, why are we talking about all of this? Because it's it's what you started Mm -hmm. um, and it's what you wanted to do. But also, sometimes it helps to talk about the pain and what's happened. It's true. And have a friend or a group of friends that can encourage you to be the Mm -hmm. better person and encourage you to feel confident about who you are. And and when you have all of these people around you telling you, that is so great. That's such a beautiful thing that you did. Mm -hmm. Or asking for help. Could you help me with this? How did you do (laughs) that technique? Mm -hmm. You know, anybody can go on the internet. Anybody can go on YouTube. And um, anybody can listen to a podcast Mm -hmm. or look for instruction. And I like to tease your dad about his PhD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because instructional videos have been a thing in our house lately. But... um, and we'll, that's, a, that's for another day. But <laughs> for people to gather and be mm-hmm. friends and be creative mm-hmm. and to... Um, you know, to really support one another and appreciate yes, yes, your work you and appreciate 
each other's, um, you know, maybe this person is knitting a pair of socks or this person is knitting a hat or mittens or maybe it's a sweater or... Or maybe they're doing pottery. We have a friend who takes pottery classes. She does a good job. Mm -hmm. Um, All of these creative arts and connecting Mm -hmm. with people who are supportive and respectful of your culture, your beliefs, and respecting you... Mm -hmm. It feels good to be a part of that community. And Absolutely. it is like a big boost to folks <laughs> in their mental health and feeling, mm-hmm. I am cared about. Mm-hmm. You you guys are so cool. You, I have to say, our listeners and the people who follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, I mean, I have never met such an awesome <laughs> community. You know, they really do amazing yeah. things. And I think that, you know, having that space... Um, you know, and that space right now is on Instagram. Right. And it is, you know, everybody appreciating each other and supporting each other. And right. I I just think that is really important um, for mental health, but also for, you know, for our physical selves, you know, well, to have. It actually does. There is mm-hmm. proof that doing this type of um, creative work mm-hmm. definitely um, helps people in their mental health. Mm -hmm. And it is also about that connection. There's all kinds of studies that talk about people living longer Mm -hmm. um, because loneliness is a terrible, terrible thing. Isolation, ostracizing is Mm -hmm. a terrible thing. Excluding and saying, you're not good enough for me. Right. You know, and people being told that they're bad or we don't like you. That's Mm -hmm. not going to happen here. (laughs) Now, there have been a couple of times where, and, and, I hope it's been worked out, mm-hmm. but we're th- we've been threatened a couple of times, right. and people have um, become angry and really come at us. At that point, you know, that's the only tipping point for us is if if someone's going to be angry with us or threaten us, we've kind of walked away from that. Sure, yeah, and it really did get solved. I hope. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, but we don't worry about it and we don't harp on it. And, you know, for us, we just don't talk about it. Right. Absolutely. Um, This is even really out of character for us to even talk about Mm -hmm. this. But we really wanted to say, you know, we appreciate all of you. We appreciate Mm -hmm. connecting with you, whether it's around the world through the podcast (laughs) or whether it is on Instagram Mm -hmm. or through our website at www.knittersinternational.com. You know, wherever we can connect, however Mm -hmm. we can be friends, Mm -hmm. however we can Respect each other and appreciate each other. It Absolutely. Has, you know, we have had people thank us. It's doing wonders mm-hmm. for people um, to find out that, um, of course, we're Americans. Yes. We're Christians. <laughs> we're in America. That we don't all think alike and we still love each other and respect each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but we aren't all what one political leader did. We aren't all what one. Right. Um, we believe that everybody is... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if we believe in what America is for, you -hmm. believe that all are created equal, endowed by our creator, Mm -hmm. and that we have the right to pursue life, love, and happiness. And if we really believe what America stands for, um, we'll act like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just unfortunate, but... We have a voice. And in America, Mm -hmm. we have freedom of speech. We are very blessed with those freedoms to be able to do what we do and to say literally whatever we want to say. And And so that, you know. Without fear or without consequence. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> and so for those people who don't, you know, who espouse political things that we didn't agree with, mm-hmm. we didn't, we don't say anything. No. We don't, there's no arguments. It's just simply, you know, we respect that's where they're at. Mm-hmm. But when it starts hurting people and hurting people around the world, our little daughter <laughs> decided I want to say something and I yeah. have a way to do that and I'm going to use my platform mm-hmm. to dig deep to dig back to where we really all came mm-hmm. from and I'm going to address the things that have been painful and hurtful to my family but I'm going to turn it into mm-hmm. something good and I'm going to show respect and love to all people and mm-hmm. that's that's who you are and you just went <laughs> you said mom I want to do this and we're like we are so on board. Mm-hmm. Your dad and I were in total agreement, and we're proud of you. We're so <laughs> proud of you for what you've created mm-hmm. here. Well, and and be, the bottom line is, is that because uh, I know us as a family, but me even personally, we believe in those values that America was founded on, right. and that everyone is created equal, endowed mm-hmm. by our Creator. Yeah. This concludes part two of this three-part series about the Viking's daughter, Scarf Shawl, and all of the ancient and family history that inspired this special knit piece. Join us in episode 12 for part three of this story. See you next time.